1: Hey Marcus, remember when Neil Peart passed away, and we thought that, that was going to be one of the most horrible things that happened in 2020?
2: I forgot that it was 2020 when Neil Peart passed away. I seriously thought it was like two years ago. That's what it feels like. That's what 2020 has been like.
3: <laughs> it really <It's> slow. has. <laughs> <It's>
1: Dangerous. <laughs> And it absolutely refused to stop ever. Well, at least until December 31st. And that's why we want to call this episode, Hey, 2020, piss off. We want hashtag more fun in 2021, which is our (laughs)
2: motto for the new year, right? Absolutely. And hopefully one of those more fun in 2021 events or happenings will be live music returns. But that all depends on a vaccine and human responsibility. So we will see.
1: That's one of the things we want to talk about as we get into what 2020 was. I don't think they really want to know what our original title was. We just didn't think it would play well out on the internet.
2: No. (laughs) Uh, But we can
1: say it, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Originally, we wanted to call this, Hey 2020, You Rotten Motherfucker. And the emotions behind that are real. First off, all the people who we've lost... And Not just here in the U.S. where we live, but all around the world, the number of people who've been infected and the effects of that on the world, all of us hunkering down, having to be way more aware of germs and, uh, and, and health concerns regarding cleanliness, and we've all had to be a little bit more science-oriented. To learn stuff that can help us to survive this pandemic. But some things, Marcus, just can't like wash their hands, put on a mask, mm-hmm. and survive. Like clubs and other live music mm-hmm. venues, bars, mm-hmm. concert promoters, sports teams, restaurants.
2: Small businesses.
1: In general, they're stressed anyway. They're really stressed through this. Mm -hmm. Now the new thing I've heard about is landlords, people who are professional landlords, who are now financially strapped by the reality that their tenants are in. There's a cascading effect, and it has led to a lot of really dark, difficult emotions for people. In this year, while we're handling a pandemic, all these other human things are happening. In the meantime, people are getting sick. The most recent example I heard was a family of 20 for Thanksgiving without masks. Day after Thanksgiving, one person was diagnosed with COVID 19. All 20 people got it from one dinner. Folks, that's crazy. For the love of whatever God you pray to, mask up, please. So, all this has been constant not even in the background. It's in the foreground of all of our minds all through the year. And my son works in restaurants. It's a three-quarters of a trillion-dollar industry in the United States that cannot fail. It is too big to fail, bigger than the auto industry, which we bailed out, and all the other industries that we've bailed out because they needed our help as a country. Restaurant industry needs to be bailed out, and yesterday. Yes. Uh, all that aside, I would I would take all that. I would Everything that we've been dealing with, with that, I would take all of it if we could get back the souls that we've lost and that's part of what we're going to talk about and why 2020 has been such a hell of a year because the loss to covid and the loss to time in the rock and roll world and i i kind of half jokingly mentioned that it started with neil Peart back in the first week of January of 2020 and I agree I'd lost track of time somewhere in the middle of the year and when I realized that that was still only about six months ago I went that's not possible yeah. the suspension of time experience has been very real in this as people have been isolated so remember the old movie Death Takes a Holiday Marcus? I do not know that movie well your promise to harm no one what does my promise matter when I set it against this torture I feel? But if there should be one death among you? You have years to live, have you not? Years, and I have what remains of this day. The concept is that for one day, death took off, didn't kill anybody. If only we could get that now. It'd be nice to I have that for back. a year. Yeah, but I went back, because I know that we're losing a lot of our heroes in music because time is getting on. Like, mm-hmm. middle of 2019. Uh, the history of New Orleans takes a hit. June 6th, Dr. John passes. A couple weeks later, David Bartholomew, who wrote a lot of those great classic NOLA songs for Fats Domino, yeah. he dies. A month after that, Art Neville, of the Neville Brothers, and the Meters and everything, he dies. All
2: in New Orleans, all in just a few weeks. You know, that was like a month and a half apart, so... Whew. have a cancer block in August and September.
1: You do. Uh, Larry Taylor, who was in Canned Heat, was part of the famous lineup. He passes to cancer. He'd been fighting. Eddie Money on September 13th. Rick Cassock from the Cars. Two days later. This is the kind of stuff we're starting to see, and it's still 19, right? Yeah, and we're going to see a lot of this over the next few
2: years with our uh, with our musical heroes because of the age that they're at. And we're just so fortunate to be able to have shared time with them and live right the space, same life. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, lived in the same lifetime that these people have lived in. It's incredible. Rich
1: DeSisto and I talked about this about three, four years ago, and this is the time that he and we, we projected forward. This is coming into the time that he and I talked about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, in September of nineteen, you lose Robert Hunter, lyricist to, to Jerry Garcia's music uh, for the Grateful Dead, uh, Larry Johnstrom. At the beginning of August, he was in uh, Leonard Skinner and 38 Special. And the very next day, Ginger Baker, who has lived through so many health scares uh, through the years, passes away. Neat thing about Ginger, because of the way that last year went with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, and this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction being delayed so long, um, they were able to, in memoriam, have a drum battle between Ginger Baker and Neil Peart and it was a sweet moment in a, in a year where the weirdness has kept us apart that kind of was a moment where the music brought everything together yeah And that's what's going on last year. So we're heading into the new year, and a couple things happen, right? We're starting the new year. We talked about Neil Peart passing away, uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and their friends passing away in that uh, tragic uh, helicopter accident out in California. So heartbreaking. Unexpected stuff, and you're thinking, man, this year is not starting out Great. Not knowing that over in Wuhan there was trouble brewing, trouble coming, as uh, Royal Blood would say the the virus spread um, at first from seattle the washington state area but it had already spread out and planted seeds all over the country all over the world and we've never seen anything like this Uh, there was one lady who was a baby 100 years ago uh during the pandemic of 100 years ago the closest thing that we've seen you know in anybody's lifetime who's still with us We don't need to get into talking about all the, how this happened and who's responsible for what, but you add that to the mix and and it becomes a year where you're gonna lose some really important people to humans who believe in hope and a future, like RBG in September this year. And John Lewis, we'd known he was sick, but he worked right up to almost the last day. Alex Trebek from Jeopardy.
0: Aaron is the one who gets to go first in the double Jeopardy round that today features these categories.
2: Next, we want you to name the hard rock group in Hard Rockers. Hard Rockers
3: 400. Can't you see me standing here? I got my back against the record machine. Uh, might as well jump. Jump, Aaron. What is Van Halen? Right.
1: Who um, really, really uh, has become the a, a, a face, you know, his kind of cancer. Mm-hmm. I believe it was pancreatic, right? Yeah. But when you get around to talking about COVID, Marcus, and it starts to affect the music, some of our heroes
2: Mm
1: -hmm. are are up there. They're aged. They're susceptible. Mm -hmm. And someone who I know and uh, really admired as both a DJ and for his role in the folk community in Philadelphia and the Philadelphia Folk Festival, Gene Shea, passes away at 85 in May, uh, complications due to COVID. You mentioned about the young age of Bruce Williamson, right, from yeah. The Temptations.
2: He's younger than me.
1: He passes away in September. John Prine is another one. Uh, uh, th- th- you know, we heard he was sick, and we found out that it was COVID, and then it seemed like, bam, he, he was taken from
0: us. You know that old trees just grow strong.
1: And then one of the founding fathers of Jamaican music and reggae, Toots Hibbert, gets it. We hear he's in the hospital, and it's not going well, and, and the fevers and all the, the news coming out about him, and he succumbs to the COVID As does Tommy DeVito, a whole different slice of rock and roll life, right? Mm -hmm. The Four Seasons, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons, member of the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Tommy was 92. He got it. I don't think, you know, you got to look at that and say maybe he didn't have a chance. Or like Trini Lopez, 83 years old, right?
2: Yeah, and I I think the statistical chance of survival lowers dramatically over the age of 60. And I think 70, it even takes another big jump, and 80, it takes another big jump as far as lowering the chance of survival because your body is old, and this really wreaks havoc on your body quite a bit. That's what everybody who's had it and survived has told me. Yeah. Don't get it. Yeah, You don't I, want this. In the rock and roll world, Maynard survived COVID, and he said that he's still not the same, and he survived. He, he beat it in April, and we're in December, and he is still impacted by it. lungs, breathing, his voice, all of that completely impacted by what COVID did to his body.
1: Long-term effects, short-term effects. We're just beginning to see them. Mm-hmm. Something that I know was on your radar then and has been on my radar as of late a few weeks later andy gill from gang of four dies uh, the band had been on tour right yeah and they just i think they had just gotten off the road and he got sick i saw this article in enemy and i had to check it out um when we were getting ready and it said february 1st he died months after returning from a tour of asia with gang of four in november of 2019 didn't know what it was because nobody knew what covid 19 was or anything he was on tour in asia where it was probably making the rounds, picks it up, and when he gets home, you know, they don't know what it is initially, he finds out what it is, and he succumbs to it. And really, too young of an age, if you want to be honest.
2: Yeah, definitely too young of an age. And his wife was the one who noted that he had the symptoms, and again, it was so early in the pandemic, we were still kind of learning a lot at that point, and still so much more unknown than known. And that's what got
1: a lot of people, and that's what got me thinking about our interview with Eric Bloom. And I've been meaning to reach out to him because he said he came back from the, with the nam disease as he was coughing while we were talking to him in January. Possible that it was there and spreading around a little bit at the, that kind of a thing like mm-hmm. in a convention setting. So we didn't know, and we learned quick, though.
2: One other thing, the Gang of Force Tour had taken them to three stops in China, Beijing, Shanghai, and Guangzhou there's very good chance that they could have come in contact with somebody from Wuhan who had been traveling or somebody Absolutely. who had been to Wuhan. So
1: A week later, we find out about the death of Steve Weber. Now, he was 76 uh, from the Holy Modal Rounders, and he was in the Fugs. And it didn't really start to come together that this COVID thing was behind it. Buzzy Linhart, he was kind of like a space rock innovator back in the 60s and 70s. He passes away on February 13th. And things calmed down for a little bit as 2020 just seems to rage on with all the other things. It was like uh, uh, the worst storm you could ever ride through for many months as as the reality of this thing set in. And people were hoarding all kinds of stuff from toilet paper. There have been more great toilet paper memes in 2020. (laughs) Maybe one of the few good things that have come out is the toilet paper memes. Also the humor. People have tried to find insight, and it's it's gallows humor, in no doubt, as the numbers continue to rise uh, for cases and deaths in the U.S. and, and in some other places, too. Mm-hmm. But death doesn't take a holiday, Marcus. No, just a few weeks off. And then in March, we lose the one and only, the gambler, Kenny Rogers,
2: at age 81. Yeah. And that's right about the time we started all locking down, the middle of March, the Ides of March, the 20th of March. Like, I think Pennsylvania started uh, going into the lockdown mode, and the states around us were starting to do that. And I think people were starting to really understand the severity of this new virus and again it's a pandemic that we're learning about in
1: real time as we go we had had dinner with Maurice's son brandon when he came back from new york a couple weeks before that and new york at that point was already seeing rampant spread and he was telling us about how it was like a ghost town and how strange it was really when you think about just a few weeks later the stones put out that song living in a ghost town oh yeah So he went to lockdown because he knew he might have been exposed because we didn't know anything about it. A surprise to a lot of people was the death of Adam Schlesinger uh, on April 1st from Fountains of Wayne. Kind of a special guy to a lot of people in the music business, and we found out that that was COVID. Yeah. So you're seeing people who are a little bit younger. They're not all 70s and 80s, the septuagenarians and octogenarians getting this. In the middle of April, Kenny
0: Young. Under the world war,
1: world war. He's an American songwriter. You know his work. Uh, Under the Boardwalk is an American staple, right? Yeah. He passes away from cancer, and that's what we start to see in life sometimes. Mm -hmm. People dying of natural causes. Derek Jones from Falling in Reverse... He dies at age 35, and that's usually like one of those few deaths that happened that would make you go, what happened there, right? And then one day later, Florian Schneider passes from the groundbreaking group Kraftwerk.
2: This one surprised me. I had no idea he had cancer. And as we've talked about a few times in multiple episodes, Florian and Kraftwerk, so monumentally important in the evo- yes. evolution of rock and roll to where we are today. From what they did in the 60s and 70s to now, groundbreaking, and maybe even in some minds and some eyes
1: still ahead of its time the first week of may was where we got the motherfucker in the title of this episode may 5th <laughs> sweet p atkinson from was not was heart attack the next day brian howe the second singer in bad company heart attack the next day may 7th andre Hurrell, american record producer and executive from uptown records heart attack three days in a row Major figures heart attack so may 8th death comes up for air next day maybe one of the most unkind swipes that death takes in 2020 the architect little richard dies at 87
2: cancer got him We've seen not only a lot of death from COVID, we've seen a lot of death from cancer in 2019 and into 2020 as well. So Remember
1: the song Clean Up Woman from when you were a kid? No. Oh, Betty Wright, she passed away too, May 10th. A clean up woman is a woman who gets all the girls leave behind. And then the very next day, Moon Mart. You wrote that song you love from Robert Palmer, Bad Case of Loving You. Oh, yeah.
2: I know that song. Was he in the band with Robert Palmer, or was he just a
1: well-known songwriter? I have his solo record, I'll show it to you sometime, I'll bring it in. It's good stuff, and that's one of the songs that he wrote, a uh, pretty good songwriter from his era, age 69. So May's not looking so good, and then Phil May of Pretty Things dies at age 75. Complications after hip surgery, they say. Two days later, Lucky Peterson, the American blues singer and new hope for the whole genre, dies at age 55 bob Kulick, whose family is rock and roll royalty passing at age 70 on may 27th he was in wasp he played with lou reed played you know with kiss and record producer all kinds of good stuff
2: yeah well time very talented human being and a great musician
1: you know the song ballroom blitz yeah you know what he yells ready steve i do Steve Priest, 72, June 4th, passes away. Here's another kick in the head, Marcus. Three members of the legendary Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section passing away in 2019 and 2020, including Jerry Kerrigan, Uh, Founder Jimmy Johnson
2: and Pete Carr. That Muscle Shoals Rhythm section is top-notch, and the sounds that they put out for us to hear, we are lucky that we got to hear their music.
1: Charlie Daniels was like a godfather in the southern rock scene to a lot of the bands. He was a little bit older, and he died of a stroke July 6th. There's happy 4th of July and goodbye, Charlie Daniels. I remember people being really upset Mm -hmm. about that news. And then a few weeks later, a guy who never really gets enough credit for his role in rock and roll history, Peter Green, founding member of Fleetwood Mac, wrote Black Magic Woman, some other great songs, uh, passes away at age 73. Still not that old, right? No,
2: not old at all.
1: And if you think that's not too old to be passing away... The next one kicks you right where it hurts here in Philadelphia. Ouch. Malik B. from The Roots, 47 years old. It's like, come on, man. I know. The Roots, an incredible
2: band. I would love to do an episode on this band at some point because of their importance. And the, the hardness, the, the Philly hardness that they have in their sound is so good. Such talented musicians. If you... Uh, Watch Jimmy Fallon. You know the roots from the music, Questlove and all of that.
1: Immensely talented. Immensely talented and great ambassadors for uh, Philadelphia to the world. And they helped to make that show uh, a better show, I'll tell you that. That's one of those things that just makes you stop, shake your head a little bit, and take stock of things. And it's kind of what we're doing here on this week's episode of the podcast. And uh, let's take stock of things. You and I can stop up and have a nice pint. I I go for the ESB when it's on the board, a crooked eye. So while we do that, have a pint, come back, and we'll continue to talk about 2020. And what a wonderful, fun year it was. (laughs) I was talking to Paul and Pete, man, and they want to offer a special thank you to all of the listeners of the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. What kind of special? Are you talking about? Everybody likes free beer, Marcus. How about a free ten ouncer when you go in and mention the imbalance history of rock and roll when you sit down and order your first drink? Free ten ouncer, yes. Some of the most amazing brews you're gonna find at any brewery in the Philadelphia area, right there at York and Montgomery in the heart of Hatboro. We're talking about Crooked Eye Brewery. Pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014.
2: My favorite of all the Crooked Eye beers is the Black Eye Stout. I love. Oh yeah, you love that. that. Yes, you do.
1: So smooth and just so full of flavor. Jeff manages to get more flavor, and the way he kind of masks the edge on the hops is ha, oh, beautiful. And you can't beat. Going in, sitting down, saying, hey, I listened to The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. May I please have that free 10-ouncer?
2: <laughs> free beer. Why not stop in and get a growler, a pint,
1: a crowler? Take some home with you. And don't forget, the entertainment's back. It's coming back in stages. There's more and more stuff going on. And to find out what events are back and when they are, it's Crooked Eye Brewery on Facebook. Right in the heart of Hatboro, the cure for what ails you. And a free 10-ouncer when you mention the imbalanced history of rock and roll, and we thank them for their support.
3: Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. And use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off
1: we're back on the imbalanced history of rock and roll part two of our look at 2020 and what a fun year it's not been so we're calling this episode hey 2020
2: piss off we want hashtag more fun in 2021
1: (laughs) you know we kind of jumped into this marcus and we kind of Breezed right by Neil Peart because we did a full episode Mm. about Neil uh, after after his passing uh, early in the year. Yeah, we had to. Yeah. Uh, we, we thought about not doing that, and then we felt that we had to. And a couple of people have asked us about Same in regards to the passing of Edward Van Halen. And uh, all I will say is that these days, uh, it's uh, stitched together with enough time just to put these episodes together and keep them flowing out to you. And we're sorry we didn't get a chance to do that, but we will do a proper tribute to the one and only Mozart of our days, the great Eddie Van Halen. And he's here in the second half, and we'll talk more about that, but I had to mention that because people mentioned it to me. You know, we all love rock and roll images. They, they make things more vivid to us. They give us a picture to plan in our minds. And one of the best at doing that is a man that most people didn't know. He wasn't that famous, but Baron Wallman died this year. Uh, he famously took photos for Rolling Stone, but did a lot of great work. Complications from a mitrophic lateral sclerosi.
2: Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, it's ALS.
1: It is. Something you know something about, right? Yep,
2: yep. My father passed away from it in 1991. So I'm glad that Baron was able to live older and longer, hopefully, with it. Because once it really sets in and starts progressing, it moves very quickly and it really breaks your body down. It's a tough disease to live th- live through and to um, be a caretaker for as well. But, yeah, well, his, yeah, his images are amazing. His work, phenomenal. Yeah.
1: He really did some amazing work. Speaking of images, uh, Martin Birch was behind the controls of a lot of the music that created scary images out in the world. Uh, He passed away August 9th at age 71. Uh, Most famously, the producer for Iron Maiden. He was most linked with them, but he also did a lot of work with Deep Purple and Whitesnake and so many others. We lost him August 9th.
2: Not five days later, we lose another famous Brit who had a big impact on the world of rock and roll. I'm talking about 69-year-old Pete Way, a bass guitarist for UFO. He was in Wasted. He was in Fast Way. And he had some sort of accident where he passed away.
1: Kind of what you'd call uh, a normal incident where someone might die, you know, instead of all the odd things we've seen. Uh, I don't know enough about the incident to, to speak to it, but uh, another great loss. And then a few days after that, Todd Nance, who I worked with briefly uh, when I worked with Widespread Panic at their record label, and drummer for them passes away at just age 57. And they had lost Mike at a young age too. So it's a band that just keeps carrying on and, and, and doing their thing. Despite all the odds And then we have two people who passed on the same day
2: Frankie Benali Quiet Riot It's where he's most well-known um, drummer He has been battling pancreatic cancer for a while And it finally won the battle, which is too bad and then Justin Towns Earl, who is a, an American singer-songwriter,
1: 38
2: years old.
1: I think it was depression.
2: I think it was, think too. And we see a lot of that with the younger musicians, and it's so heartbreaking.
1: Hey, we missed one, and I don't know how we did that, but you got to jump back to in between Pete Way and Todd Nance on August 18th. Jack Sherman, uh, guitarist with the Chili Peppers in the early days, has a heart attack, and, and they, we lose him. So it's it's all these people, and it's large and small, but the number overall, Marcus, at this point eight months into the year is like what the hell is going on out there and maybe it's worse because we're all feeling all the stress we're feeling about everything that's been going on uh, with the, the pandemic and everything else you know the politics and yeah.
2: it makes sense though i mean if you think about it it makes sense that these losses hit heavier we're home more we're paying more attention to our musicians on social media what's going on True. in social media you know we're watching more of these types of shows that allow us to be connected to all of it. So it maybe is an escape for us to do it because of what's going on around us, but we're seeing it and we're noticing it, I should say, and we're being made more aware of it. And I would have to say social media
1: is a big part of that. I would have to agree with you. September 9th, guy whose music, he was part of the writing team that brought a lot of music to my high school football team's uh, summer camp years. We'd always jam out the cool and the gang, and Ronald Bell passes away at age 68. Still young. Still, Still young. vital. I don't know yeah. so many people at 68 are full of energy. Oh, absolutely. Ten days later, Lee Kerslake, who'd had some health issues, prostate cancer takes him. He was uh, the drummer in your right. He, he was on the early Ozzy Osbourne solo records great, straightforward, pounding rock drummer. Gone Too Soon at age 73? 10 Days Later. Are you seeing a theme here? That's twice I said 10 Days Later, right? Yeah,
2: I'm seeing that. Mac
1: Davis at age 78, and Helen Reddy, who was famous for I Am Woman, Mm -hmm. uh, both pass on the same day, and that's uh, a tandem that really affects people that would be your mom or my mom's age where she's still alive. Uh, artists that they really enjoyed as their pop artists as adults, kind of a, a really adult AC thing. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, getting into an age where that can happen still on the same day.
2: And October doesn't slow down one bit,
1: not one bit. Just a few days later, Spencer Davis. And he helped to give Steve Winwood, a young Steve Winwood, and his brother Muff a big shot in the uh, swinging 60s in the London scene, the great Mm -hmm. Spencer Davis. And then a few days later... The death blow of the year. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. You said it. Eddie Van Halen, who we knew had been fighting cancer through the years, had had health challenges through the years... I heard that he was sick, and then when I heard that Valerie was coming to visit with him, I thought, that may not be a good thing. And then we got the word on October 6th. I don't know about you, but my whole day changed as soon as I heard about that.
2: Completely changed. It was a hard day because Eddie Van Halen meant so much to both your generation and my generation. And yep. I, I know, do you remember this summer, David Lee Roth talking about Eddie getting sicker and sort of a... Uh, Giving some veiled thoughts, saying Ed, Eddie's probably not ever touring again or something to that effect. Do you think he was foreshadowing? I think that um, I think that he was foreshadowing, but again, it's David Lee Roth. So seriously, when David Lee Roth speaks, how much of it do we right. really take seriously? Because he's baba always, been, bop, that, bop, yeah, he's always bop, been that yeah, he's always been that baba bop fun guy, fun guy. So. Yeah.
1: And when he starts talking about stuff that's beyond that, I know a lot of people tend to tune him out. Yep. And because it was all about Eddie that day, a lot of people missed the fact that Johnny Nash, who was a Caribbean groundbreaker on the pop charts around the world, had passed away as well.
2: We listened to his music as kids. It was all over the radio.
1: Right. That's a big part of it. That's how I think a lot of us discovered was because of I Can See Clearly Now,
2: right? Yeah. That got it all rolling for him in America as far as that goes, and that's how we got to know him.
1: All I could tell you, I looked at the list of people we lost in 2020 and it's filled with all kinds of prominent people from different people from different parts of life, politics and sports and all kinds of things. And the number of baseball players of my youth that mm-hmm. died this year is just really, you know, astounding. couple of weeks after Eddie and Johnny Nash, the world doesn't really have much time to come up for air. And Americana singer songwriter legend Jerry Jeff Walker passes away on October 23rd, wrapping up the month of October. Wow, rough October! Eddie made it the roughest October, and
2: all of these people all had a huge impact on rock and roll. But he was a game changer.
1: His music meant more to more people than you can really put a finger on. Mm-hmm he affected people in ways that nobody really realized even till maybe the last few years the reach the extension down to like kids who are still in their single digits who take up the guitar mm-hmm. who immediately go to the of Edward Wolfgang Van Halen. <laughs> and people and call him the Mozart of our times, and that's no lie, you watch him play. I've seen so much footage of him in the last few weeks. It's amazing what the yep. man could do with six strings and ten fingers in the brain. Yeah. Yep. I think it all happens.
2: Absolutely. The world is lucky that we got music from him. That's where I am with him, and I'm crushed that he's no longer with us. I want to see Van Halen again. <laughs> Me too. I really do. Shall we jump into November? Do we have to? We There's have so to. much going on here.
0: Lynn
1: Barry passes away. Now, most people may not know him, but around here, uh, we know him because he wrote the Bristol Stomp. And we know that the kids from Bristol are sharp as a pistol when they're doing the Bristol Stomp. <laughs> Great lyric. Yeah, it's a Philly thing. Great lyric. And, Great lyric. You know so. else we lost in the year 2020? It seemed as if it would live forever that he and Keith Richards would be sitting there at the end of time.
2: Mm-hmm. Social commentary. I know he was old and
1: he died on Halloween. Yeah, that's right there. I see it in our notes yeah. and one of his contemporaries, but on the comedic side of things, the great Carl Reiner, always a wry wit right to the last, died at age 98. And you look at that and you go, wow, that's pretty mm-hmm. long life. Good life.
2: That's a great his legacy,
1: life. his kids and the Romy, his granddaughter it's awesome. Um, David Prowse, who was the man in the suit who was Darth Vader, it was the voice of uh, James Earl Jones. And the man in the suit was David Prowse. He was a classic actor. And one of the reasons they picked him was because of how tall he was and how he really played the role well. He was classically trained. And he passed away most recently. But the one that really got me a lot of things, you know, the whole Kobe thing has affected everybody, not just people from Philly or people who love the Lakers, just people who like people. And that's why uh, Chadwick Bozeman's death at age 43, working to the end, really hurt.
3: We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one singer
1: tribe. Man, it gave us so many amazing performances and, uh, and so many... Iconic roles, really, that to lose him at such a young age, you feel cheated, don't you?
2: I busted a tear as well when I found out he passed away. I was shocked. I didn't even know he was fighting cancer. And then afterward, you see some of the TV shows that are celebrating his life and the great things that he did. And you're reading these fantastic articles about the wonderful things that he did under the radar. And he did Black Panther all while battling cancer.
1: It's astounding. It is astounding. astounding.
2: Dude was tough, and he was he was an influence, and he he was a hero to so many young kids. And to have your hero yes. die like that at such a young age is heartbreaking.
1: In July, talking about film, we lost uh, Ennio Morricone. Uh, July seventh. He was 91 you know he had a complication from a fall which sometimes happens with uh, with our elderly parents yeah somebody can have a fall and it and, and Break a hip. the complications yeah but the complications are, are what takes them from you but uh, his music in so many ways and in so many movies was iconic but a lot of those uh those spaghetti westerns and a lot of his other music for films including more recently The Hateful 8 with Quentin Tarantino.
3: Great movie. The great
1: audio. Oh. Somebody else passed away this year and and it's, it struck us because we talk about Family Trees. He was known as a jazz drummer, really. He was a member of the Wrecking Crew, Joe Porcaro. He is the father of the Porcaro clan. He passes away at age 90. And uh, his sons, of course, the uh, backbone of Toto, they continued his legacy And uh, even after his passing here in 2020. It's been a hell of a year so far, buddy. Yep. Uh, we've got a couple more days left, right? Yes, we do. Don't we we have, have a few more. Yeah, the research
2: committee The research committee says we have about four or five more days left.
1: Oh, well, thanks to them. <laughs> they, they texted us from the beach. We did the holidays off, and uh, they're just kind of thumbing their nose. At us. Yeah, we've got four or five more days before we come back, boss. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool and thanks to them for all the work that they did this year the to make the podcast better in in flight as we're doing it sometimes we get uh, updates from them you got that uh, right and it's become a an increasingly important part of what we do and what we do is talk about rock and roll history and put it in our personal context i guess is the best way to put it yeah and that by its very nature is imbalanced if you uh, listen to Marcus or I on the radio or uh, know us at all, you know that we're not exactly the center cut kind <laughs> guy <guys. laughs> Truth. And that extends to the golf course. Neither one of us can find the center of that damn fairway. Ever.
2: <laughs> nope. What's a fairway?
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know, yep. but uh, but you know we, we have the help and, and support of so many people. Uh, our uh, our honeys both put up with our craziness when it yes, comes to do. this deadline. Uh, they they uh, have celebrated with us as we've crossed some real nice uh, thresholds this year. First year in which we've gone over a hundred thousand downloads for the year. Something that um, you know is a is a really good marker for anybody who does this kind of stuff. Uh, we've seen our uh, our base grow here mm-hmm. in the U.S. and abroad, and we've talked a little bit about it, but we thank all of you for finding us, however you have, and uh, feel free to just reach out and email us at imbalancehistory@gmail.com at to let us know where you are as we head into a new year. And don't forget, hashtag the shit out of this. It's hashtag more fun in 2021. Yes. Frankly, we've had a fucking enough of 2020 we are fucking done
2: we're totally done with 2020 so let's make 2021 more fun in 2021 and use the hashtag more fun in 2021
1: just a quick look at the things that we're talking about and looking at into the new year. It's going to be a continued fun time to listen to this podcast. A couple of things that we just came across in the last couple of days right before we sat down to uh, uh, record this session. Always learning, always discovering, always looking for your guys' input too. It makes this podcast go. We also got to thank everyone at Pantheon Podcast Network, especially Peter and Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, These guys really have done a lot for a lot of podcasts to pull us all together and give us a chance to uh, you know, feed off each other, grow with each other. And that's what's been happening here in 2020. It is one of the good things that has happened in 2020. And as always, brother, I love you, man. And doing
2: this podcast
1: with you has been uh, one of the bright spots other than the, the ones we love and uh, the, some of the other good things that happen in our lives every day that we appreciate. But
2: That's true. Uh,
1: doing this and working on this uh, has really kept, I think, you and I from really being the fat guy on the couch <laughs> with potato stains all over their T-shirt. It would be so easy to be
2: that, too. It would be so easy to be that guy. What's on TV? Hi,
1: I'm Ray, and I just have to confess, back in June... Uh, I was this close to being a chocoholic,
2: and I had to step away. (laughs) I'm a cookie monster. (laughs)
3: Yeah, we're, okay. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> All
1: right, Cookie Monster. Let's uh, let's shut down the pantry. I'm going to get you a glass of milk out of the fridge. I'm going to have a crooked eye. And we're going to sign off. Uh, let's hope that 2021 is indeed more fun. Hashtag more fun in 2021. Yes,
2: and may 2021 uh, be a better year for you and your families as well. May you have happiness, and may you find your way back to where you need to
1: be. Paraphrase the great Rodney Dangerfield, vaccinations for everybody. (laughs) Well, it's going to be a whole lot of fun in the new year. So until then, I'm Ray Coop.
2: I'm Marcus in the Darkest.
1: And thanks for listening to the Imbalanced History
2: of Rock and Roll.